Peace and love, people. Peace and love. I'm back once again, and this is your next episode of Talk with the Barber. It's been an awesome week at the barbershop, and I want to wish uh, everyone a happy Halloween. You know, uh, we're only a couple days away. Uh, It's kind of an odd Halloween this year as it falls on a Thursday. Uh, I know this past weekend, people have been celebrating and throwing their costume parties a bit early. Uh, Just from a number of conversations I've had about Halloween, a lot of people are not celebrating this year, which is fine by me. (laughs) You know, I think the last Halloween costume party I attended was about seven years ago, and and I dressed as a monk. You know, I I wore my brown robe and, of course, my Jesus sandals. No makeup, uh, just a Coke and a smile. (laughs) You know, I had fun, though. You know, I really enjoyed myself, but... You know, people really go all out for Halloween, uh, spending hundreds of dollars on, on costumes, makeup and whatnot for, you know, a night of fun and fantasy. You know, Halloween has, has actually been considered a very dark holiday, you know, or festival, you know, and some Christians would even call it the the devil's day <laughs> for all of you devil worshipers out there. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all entertainment. You know, if you ask me, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not a devil worshiper and I don't take Halloween that seriously. Uh, but, you know, at this point, I would much rather be an innocent bystander in, in all as the quote unquote freaks come out at night. <laughs> Anyhow, I want to thank all of my new customers this week because I've had several to come in because they heard the good word. You know, also thanks to the, the current customers who have been spreading the good word about me. Uh, you know, I, I really like to spend a lot of time marketing my, my work on social media just to keep my virtual audience, you know, sort of entertained with my first passion, men's haircutting. You know, I think that social media by far is a great way to, to advertise and just generate new customers. You know, and, and another popular way to generate new customers in the hair business is, is through word of mouth. You know, uh, I've since learned that every, every haircut, I produce is essentially a walking billboard billboard <laughs> for my next customer, you know? And so I just love it when someone walks in and specifically asks for me because, you know, they see my work and they feel very confident knowing that they're going to get a good experience. You know, men's haircutting, just like anything, it, it, it's a skill that if you focus in it well enough, you can get really good at it and, and make a pretty decent, pretty decent living. You know, I, I've always liked to, encourage any barber out there that may be starting out and looking to build clientele just the key is just like this hey just study your work and you will succeed as a pro barber you know of course there will be slow days but it's it's a cumulative type of gig you know you hone off of your successes i.e great haircuts and happy customers uh but but don't focus so much on where you failed but how you can be a better stylist or, or, or barber You know, many shops or should I say most shops don't offer continuing education or even training because, you know, most most shops don't have time to, you know, because they're so busy, you know. Um, But if you want to get better as a pro barber, you know, it's it's always an individual effort uh, when you leave the shop floor to educate yourself, learn some new techniques, do some research, find out about the latest tools that can help you achieve spectacular looking haircuts. All that said, if you're in the Kennesaw area and looking for a great haircut, stop by American Haircuts Kennesaw or call us up uh, uh, and book your next haircut appointment with myself, Will Williams. (laughs) I am a fade specialist, so 
whether you're looking for a low fade, high fade, medium fade, or even a high and tight, I'm your guy. You know, we also carry a fine selection of men's hair and beard products. One of my top products this month has been the Suavecito Beard Wash. Uh, for you guys that like to wear those long, scruffy beards, this is hot. This is a highly recommended product that keeps the beard clean and will not dry it out. Uh, if you find yourself with a dry beard, you might want to follow up with the Suavecito Beard Conditioner or even the Beard Balm. Works great to add moisture to that beard and alleviate some of the coarseness. Uh, myself, I enjoy using the Suavecito, the Suavecito uh, Beard Balm after I wash my face because it's the it's the only thing that I could use that hydrates my my skin and goatee without clogging my pores or getting or me getting breakouts. You know, so like I said, stop by and see me and let's get you looking fresh this holiday season with some Suavecito hair and beard products. And so on the politics this week in politics <laughs> is none other than the president himself, Mr. Donald Trump. <laughs> and this, of course, is yet another victory for the U.S. in the global war on terrorism. Thanks to the Delta Force commandos uh, for taking down uh, Baghdadi, you know, an Islamic leader. Uh, president Trump told a gathering of police chiefs in Chicago that his predecessors should have killed the murderous Islamic state leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, <laughs> who blew himself up during an American raid on his compound in Syria on Saturday. Uh, quote unquote, uh, Trump's words, he should have been killed years ago. Another president should have killed him, Mr. Trump said, of the ISIS chief. Uh, a day after he formally announced the, the most high-profile American counter-terrorism counter action since the uh, 2011 killing of the al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden, uh, Mr. Trump continued to revel in its success and reprise his blunt language from a, from a day earlier. Uh, he was a sick and depraved man, and now he's dead. He's dead as a doornail, Trump said to uh, Mr. al-Baghdadi, drawing some laughter from his audience. And he, he didn't die bravely, I can tell you that. <laughs> and the story continues, you know, in, in a typically free-willing speech to the annual conference uh, of the International Association of Chiefs of Police that lasted more than an hour, Mr. Trump struck a stern law and order's tone as he lashed out at the city's police chief. Uh, he condemned local gun violence. Uh, he railed against illegal immigrants and denounced an apparently staged assault on the actor, uh, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Mr. Trump said that Mr. Smollett, who made a questionable claim last year that he was assaulted in Chicago by Trump supporters in, uh, in red Make America Great Again hats, beat himself up. Mr. Smollett was charged with filing a false report before the charges against him were dropped as part of a deal with prosecutors. Uh, Mr. Trump drew an, an unlikely line between Mr. Smollett's alleged hoax and the House Democratic inquiry <laughs> now underway against him back in Washington. It's a scam, just like the impeach impeachment of your president. It is a scam, Mr. Trump said. <laughs> Mr. Trump did not explain how exactly his predecessors had failed in their pursuit of Mr. al-Baghdadi, the ISIS leader, was imprisoned by American forces in Iraq in 2004 uh, during the administration of George W. Bush, but was seen as an insignificant figure at the time. Uh, he was released after less than a year and then dropped, off, dropped out of view for several years. Uh, United States officials did not appreciate his import as an insurgent, insurgent leader until 2009, 
early in the administration of President Barack Obama. Uh, Mr. al-Baghdadi became a top target of American forces deployed by Mr. Obama to Iraq and Syria after he led ISIS seizure of large swaths of territory in those countries in 2014. Uh, and United States officials say that Mr. Trump's abrupt withdrawal of American troops from northeastern Syria earlier this month had complicated planning already underway uh, for the treacherous raid um, on Mr. al-Baghdadi. Uh, but his critique echoes that of the mother of Kayla Mueller, a, a young American aid worker who was abducted in Syria in 2013 and enslaved and raped by Mr. al-Baghdadi. Uh, she was killed in, under murky circumstances in February 2015. Uh, Mr. Trump also reprised past criticism of Chicago's Democratic political establishment, pointing to the city's long-running epidemic of gun violence. Um, in his words, all over the world, they're talking about Chicago, Mr. Trump said. Afghanistan is a safe place by comparison. Okay, so that was what his, those were his words. <laughs> Mr. Trump noted that Chicago's police superintendent, Eddie T. Johnson, was not in attendance. Uh, last week, Mr. Johnson released a statement saying that he could not in good conscience stand by while racial insults and hatred are cast from the Oval Office or Chicago is, is held hostage because of our views on new Americans. Okay, so Mr. Trump repeatedly insulted Mr. Johnson by name. In some cases, drawing up pawns. <laughs> he's not he's not doing his job, Mr. Trump said, citing the city's homicide rate. Uh, writing on Twitter shortly after Mr. Trump spoke, Chicago's mayor, Lori E. Lightfoot, denounced his insulting, ignorant buffonery. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. Rather than belittle Chicago's communities with hateful and dishonest rhetoric, he needs to go back to D.C. and face his fate, Ms. Lightfoot wrote adding that she stood by Mr. Johnson. Uh, Mr. Trump was introduced at the event by the president of the police chief's group, Paul Sale, who called him the strongest supporter of law enforcement that this profession has ever seen. <laughs> wow. Uh, after his remarks, Mr. Trump headed to a roundtable with supporters in a private fund fundraising lunch at the Trump International Hotel and Tower in downtown Chicago. Uh, he was scheduled to return to Washington in the afternoon for a Halloween event on the South Lawn of the White House. Hmm. <laughs> so let the party begin <laughs> on the sports. Uh, sports this week, uh, as we hit the halfway mark to playoffs, my bandwagon teams are falling by the wayside, dropping down to only two favorite NFL pro teams. Uh, this is none other than the Patriots and Cowboys. I would include the Saints, but that would be just a downright betrayal as a Falcons fan. Uh, but what can I say? You know, every year for the past seven years, I've favored the Patriots and Cowboys and sometimes uh, the Falcons whenever they're winning. <laughs> you know, but uh, we, we are now in week eight of the National Football League. And I think the Cowboys had a bad week this week. Uh, they did recover somewhat last week uh, with a win over the Eagles, 37-10, uh, making them now four and three. Uh, still kind of sucks, but hey, go Cowboys. Uh, my Patriots did, however, dominate over the Browns this past Sunday with the score of 27-13. Now making my Pats 8-0. Yeah, buddy. Still undefeated. 
And also, uh, congrats uh, in the NFL uh, to uh, Mohamed Sanu for his big trade from the Falcons uh, wide receiver roster to now a Patriots wide receiver. I'm pretty sure this guy is feeling pretty relieved right about now, knowing that he's definitely headed to the Super Bowl this year to receive a championship ring uh, because that is clearly where the Patriots are headed. <laughs> you know, uh, I would I, w- I would agree that he is definitely the the perfect fit uh, for the Patriots offense, considering that Josh Gordon isn't back yet. Uh, not that Patriots need a lot of help, you know, with Edelman, uh, Dorsett, Jacoby Mayers, and, and of course, Sonny Michelle. Uh, you know, these guys, they, they got it in the bag, man. Uh, the big question is for the Patriots is how much longer will Tom Brady play? Will he go out this year with a bang or will it be in the not so distant future? <laughs> Only time will tell. Whatever Tom Brady decides, I think this team will continue to carry on the torch of champions. You know, now if, if, if Bill Belichick decides to take a bow and decides to roll out, then, hey, we may have a problem, Patriots. Uh, but Tom Brady is and has definitely reached that age of retirement. And, and you know, he, he just has nothing left to prove. Uh, with what six championship rings under his belt? Hmm. I mean, I just don't know. We shall see. <laughs> uh, this week in college, week ten it is in Georgia. I think had a bye week this week. Alabama, of course, straight mollywhopped Arkansas, forty-eight-seven. I watched bits of the of this game at the barbershop, you know. Uh, and then another interesting game this past week on college was uh, LSU and Auburn. You know, I did watch bits of this game at the barbershop as well. And, you know, I'm not an Auburn fan, but they have been doing really well this season. You know, they were tied up with LSU uh, 10-10 for the first half. And then, yeah, the Tigers, they just came roaring with a vengeance in the fourth quarter and basically leaving the War Eagles in the dust with a score of 23-20. Pretty close game the entire game. Go LSU. Uh, And now for some personal development. So this week – in personal development, this I chose the topic of self knowledge. Okay, um, and so it is self knowledge is so important. People <laughs> know thyself, gather self understanding. Okay, uh, the reason I want to emphasize this is because it's like I said, so important to to know and understand who you are. You know, it's 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 easy to let the world around us dictate who we are. You know, before we know it, we begin to lose ourselves in relationships, uh, in our jobs, uh, in society. But self-knowledge takes work. It's, it's It takes being alone with yourself and liking who you are without validation from others. You know, uh, it takes doing doing the, the, the inner work. You know, it's one thing to to know who you want to be in life, but it's a whole nother thing to know who you are in this life. And so I say unto you, know thyself. Because guess what? If you do not know who you are, if you don't have knowledge of yourself, that self-awareness, if you have not mastered yourself, how can you truly master anything outside yourself? And so I'll let you think about that. Reflect on that. You know, because you may spend years in a relationship or or job and think that you've mastered or somehow conquered it until one day, you know, all of a sudden it's gone. And then you realize, wow, I still have a lot of growing to do. 
you know, and, and, and some of us, you know, we, we, we think we know it all, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're know-it-alls, you know, we know everything about others, we know a lot about cars, we know a lot about technology, religion, uh, sports, social media, etc. but yet know very little about ourselves, you know, um, I'll tell you, you know, it, it didn't take me long to discover who I am, you know, because see, when you're single, <laughs> you know, that's all you really have time for is yourself. You know, you, you get to know yourself on a, a deeper level. Uh, but, you know, you have to start learning how to master control over your emotions. The way you think, uh, your tongue, the way you operate. Because if you haven't, like I said, if you haven't mastered these things about yourself, you know, it's going to be very difficult and even backfire whenever you attempt to teach and lead others. You know, and so and I'm and I'm just speaking from personal experience here because, you know, I've had to go back to the drawing board a number on a number of times, you know, in my quest to just address my own personal issues and and just the type of person, you know, I was becoming. You know, huh? <laughs> I've had many conversations in the mirror. OK, but I think for me, I think the hardest thing for me was just accepting uh, the type of guy I am and just learning to accept my emotions and, and just all of my insecurities, you know. Uh, but I had to do a lot of self-reflection, um, you know, all along my journey, which can be hard to do when you're when you're young and, you know, with a rather immature mindset. Um, but, you know, you, you, you just want what you want you know, or, or you rather or rather yet, you know, you, you don't know what you want. And so you, you settle for whoever likes you more or or whatever pays more money. You know, and you just you end up not really offering yourself no real, true fulfillment in life. You know, and so and so, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this this here is is just absolute wisdom here. Know thyself. Increase self-knowledge. OK. And so before I close out, I just want to encourage you uh, wherever you are in your journey to understand how you think, understand how you operate. Be aware of what you say and, and, and what you do, you know, be aware of the knowledge you have. Okay. Be aware of your shortcomings, be aware of your skills and your abilities. Be aware of places and areas uh, that you can elevate, you know, be aware of, of how you eat, eat well, live well, exercise and be well. But most importantly, be aware of these things and know them 100%. Okay. It, it may take some time uh, in a little trial and error, but, you know, learn from your failures because they can teach you a lot. All that said, peace and love, peace and love. This segment is running a little bit short this week, uh, but I, I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, and just remember, if you have any stories or, or any comments that you would like to share on the show, please email the show at talkwithyourbarber at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at willtheofficialone uh, for my latest uh, haircuts. I tend to post a lot of my work on there, so definitely go and check out some of my fades. Uh, and, and, and if you're in the area, uh, Kennesaw, and you're looking for uh, a fadeologist, <laughs> don't hesitate to call us up with your point. That said, peace and love.